Welcome to Three Northern Boys Podcast. Uh, today, it's myself, Rob, who's going to be uh, hosting the show. Uh, I hope everybody's had a good week and uh, they're enjoying the nice spring weather. Uh, i like to welcome in the usual people on the podcast. Rich. Hi, Rich. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, too. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And of course, not, last but not least, Anthony. How are you doing, Anthony? I'm good. Roberto, Rich. Very good, thank you. Are we all uh, raring to go for the chat this week? Yeah, definitely. I know yeah. uh, football-wise there hasn't been a lot going on. We've had internationals this week and uh, that's pretty much it. England got a win against San Marino on Thursday night, 5-0. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then I think they're playing Albania tomorrow. So... I don't know if anybody wants to talk about international football. I know we're not really that interested, I, but I think there's some start with England and was it San Marino we played? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we scored 43 goals against them in our whole international uh, verses, right. and they scored one past us. That was that famous you know when one. That one would have been. That was like, um, wasn't it the World Cup qualifiers in 1993 or something? When we didn't qualify. Yeah. They, they scored first and two, wasn't it? I think it was 93, wasn't it? Was it 93? Yeah. Uh-oh. I think we needed to win that game by more than 6-1, I think. Mm. We won 6-1 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it. David they did Seaman. that right? Five, yeah. That was the fast, wasn't that the fastest goal scored as well? Against England? Might, might have been, I'm not sure. I think it was out for a few seconds after the kickoff. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, too long after, yeah. That pass and then they scored from it, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, remember it well. But uh, international football, my personal opinion is a load of rubbish. So. My opinion <laughs> is... There you go, that's yeah. my opinion. The, the, the qualifiers, I think, yeah, it kind of deflates you a bit when you want to see Liverpool or whoever play. Champions League football or whatever, but I do like the World Cup, i got to admit. But well, I sat through that game on Wednesday, Thursday night. My God, right. it was boring. I know, I don't know why I did. It was just on and we were just watching. I just saw the highlights. That was it. Yeah, yeah, it was a waste of time. It was just pointless. But anyway... Yeah, here's we'll... a question for you, though. Here's yeah. a question for you. The Euros in the summer, if there's no fans, it won't be good. It'll be rubbish. It, that's all. It'll be, yeah, it'll be hard to watch, I think. Um, and I think it might benefit some teams who are, low, who are lower ranked. Maybe, maybe. I'm quite happy if no Liverpool players play any games in the Euros. That's what I'd be happy with. Because um, yeah, obviously Van, Van Dijk, I doubt he'll play for the Netherlands. Gomez won't be playing for England. Looks like Henderson won't be playing for England. Mm. So you might only get the odd one or two, like uh, Jota for Portugal, but I don't think he plays much with Portugal, does he? I don't know. Shaqiri. Shaqiri. I don't know. Did Switzerland get there? I have no idea. Ronaldo, if he's, if he's still at the club. Yeah, there won't be many, though. Yeah. But then you'll be screwed a bit. Captain, yeah, you'll be screwed when uh, the Olympics come along and we lose Mo Salah for the Olympics. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the Africans. See, the Olympics are having... Um, home, home, the home, home fans, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Only people from Japan are allowed. Nobody else. 
It's one of the should be that for the Euros then, but it depends what, how bad it is where the Euros being held. So. I can't even remember where they're being held. I just think it's, it's all completely wrong at the whole bit anyway, personally. No, I agree. They shouldn't. shouldn't they should uh, just Scrapped pass them. it there. Scrapped them all together and not bother about I think the Olympics, it. maybe, because you've got athletes who are... Um, who that's their career, isn't it? To perform at the World Indoor, World Championships, Olympics, European mm-hmm. stages. I think they should they should hold that because these some people lose sponsorship deals, they lose their house, so they don't get the money from the. Well, they've done all that training, haven't they, for the four year cycle, yeah. and then they well, miss out. The Euros when the clubs are the ones who need the money the most, not the international governing bodies, because. They still get the TV deals like the FA and all that stuff. They should, yeah, they should do international football. I mean, well, UEFA would be crapping themselves because they don't want to lose out on TV rights and all that money from TV companies. That's why they'll play it. That's why it won't be, it won't not go ahead. It's just, mm. just the way football is. It's run by money, isn't it? As simple as that. They get enough from Champions League and Europa League, though, don't they? <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose I think so. Yeah. The, the thing that we're overlooking here is what happens. Uh, in a year's time, in January. It's Christmas time, isn't it? The World Cup next year? December? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. What, December 2020? Yeah, 2022. Two. The World Cup's in uh, in winter because... Is that you, Qatar? Qatar's too blooming hot yeah. for, to play yeah. in summer. I remember now. I do remember now. They're basically in a situation where they're playing two international tournaments in... In a year. Two years. Yeah. And what's going to happen is like, the Premier League going to shut down then? Is that what's going to happen for a month? Don't know. Yeah, have to, won't it? Yeah, well, I don't know, because that's stupid. teams will be affected, though, won't they? The international, the FA and all all the other, the FA in our country, that wouldn't surprise me if they just said we'll carry on. I think there is a break, but it's not a whole month. I think it's like three, 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 four, like three well, weeks. You'd assume it'll be for the old tournament, I'd have thought. Oh well. Well, you think so? Well, if the World Cup, how long is it for? Four weeks, like is it? Weeks, three, four isn't weeks. It? Bigger than the Euros, isn't it? It's three, four weeks, Rich, yeah. isn't it? Usually, I don't know. Yeah, it's not only about three, four, three weeks, three weeks, and then the finals on the fourth week. Mm. That's the only game that week, is it? Third place in the finals. Just yeah. I just think it's mental because they go through, they're going through a demanding season in the COVID, COVID still, and then, and, then, and then they're going over to Qatar, and then they got they need time to get used to the climate there. Then they yeah. got a player that sold what a very very tiring international competition. Then they have to come back again, and then they have to switch on again for the league football. Well, they got African Cup of Nations next year as well. Isn't that next <laughs> January or something? Yeah, yeah. We'll be straight after, won't it? We'll lose half our flipping team. Just... No Cater, no yeah. Salah, no Mane. I don't know who's, who's qualified. I'm not sure. But yeah, I think they are last. Just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know. I don't really. Yeah, they're not Salah. International football should just be lashed in the bin. That's what I say. I just yeah. don't think it should be as as long and as big. The, 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 why does the World Cup need to have that many teams in it? Should be the top teams of each qualifying group. That is it. Well, to me, they should scrap well, inter- scrap international yeah. friendlies, um, and reduce qualifiers. Get rid of all these waste of time teams like San Marino and them in 
Luxembourg and all that lot. They wouldn't even have to need to have a qualifier. They could just have out and have a knockout tournament. Yeah. For the World Cup in the summer or the Euros. You don't play every team. You don't play every team. Yeah. Yeah. The furthest, the furthest, whoever wins the most matches wins. Whoever gets to the final wins it, wins it. Yes. Or, or to qualify, you go off how successful the clubs for that nation have done. So, like the rankings in, in the Champions League or whatever. So, like England, or, you know, we, if you get further in over so many years, then work that well. Who's the highest ranking? Oh, Italy have done really well in the past two years. They're in. <laughs> well, you basically what happened is you'd have Spain. England, Italy, Germany, um, Portugal. maybe Portugal would get in straight away, wouldn't they? Spain. Pretty much. Yeah. Did you say Spain? Well, did I say Spain as well? Yeah, Spain, yeah. Belgium. France would be in there as well. Belgium maybe not because their club sides don't do very well. They get in the group stage, you thought they got Bruges, I think, was the last side. Yeah. Yeah, France. Yeah, I forgot about France. It's just, but then it's unfair on them lower nations, isn't it? Yeah, but then Anthony, I look at it. I thought that a little bit, but then flipping it, what can San Marino offer really to a football tournament? They can't offer anything. They don't no. win a game. No. I think they might have won one match, possibly. Yeah, a draw. Well, that's, that's it. It. Was it the Faroe Islands like, and teams like that? Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know Afghanistan or something like that. It's like they've right to have an international football team, but come on. I mean, these countries aren't built for having football teams. It's like Monaco will be the next ones to have a fucking international team. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> also, so, you know, I mean, it should be the countries that are capable to produce international teams of a good enough quality that well, they're entertaining. I think if you go along that lines, and maybe then. The, the lower-ranked nations in the footballing world would have them qualifiers and playoffs, and then the limited numbers of winners from them would go into the World Just Cup. give them, like, a Johnson's Paint Trophy version for like international Wales, football. Scotland, Ireland, you know, Belgium, like you, Rob, said, who wouldn't, would never play an international game, and it's kind of can't do it that way. Rich, just give them, like, a Johnson's Paint Trophy international competition. There you go. Jobs are good. <laughs> Side. Yeah, well, it's some, it is something for them to win, isn't it? Because they're never going to win a, a, a World Cup or. A... It's like the home nations, isn't it? Have them play the nations. Well, have them play the nations league, and whoever nations wins it gets it. into the World Cup, World Cup proper or the Euros proper, and just do it that way, and then the top or the top four sides get in it or something like that. I mean, what happened to the time when it was just like England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland? That was the nation. That was the yeah, nation. home nations, wasn't it? Yeah. Playing play each other, that'd be better. Mm. That'd be more entertaining. Yeah, I agree. yeah, yeah. You could group it in um, location in the world, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it doesn't make any sense. To France, France, Belgium, Germany, Holland. It doesn't make any sense. To all, Holland to all play each maybe. other. Italy, all the way down all the area play each other. Do we yeah. like, break it off? Doesn't make yeah. any sense that Brazil travel all the way to I don't know England to play it friendly. Yeah, stupid. doesn't make any sense. Stupid. 
But we'll move on from international football and football yeah. in general this <laughs> week. Went off on like a yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've, we'll, we'll move on. I'm drawing a line under it. We'll go on to... We could work for the, work for the FIFA organisation. It would be so much better if we did it, I tell you. <laughs> be so, we've worked it out straight right there. Five-minute chat, jobs yeah. are good and sorted. Well, we'll draw a line under football. We're not really interested because it's not really much happening. Uh, right, we're going to go to NBA talk because obviously we had the trade deadline last week, so Anthony, fire away yeah. with NBA information for us this week. I'll start off with the trades while you, you mentioned it. I'll go straight to, I think, a good a good trade deal for Miami Heat, getting Oladipo from the Rockets. Mm. Um, I think they've, all, they've just made themselves even stronger. After a rocky start to the season where Jimmy Butler was injured, they've suddenly started to, you know... You know the near the near five hundred. We've obviously near enough even wins to draw to defeats. Uh, I just think they've got a really good side for next season, mm. um, Miami. And then we'll go to Celtics. I'll get Rich's opinion on the Celtics uh, deals they've done. You obviously got Fournier, um, and you got Cornet and Wagner in your two separate deals. How do you feel about that? The business Celtics have done uh, quite underwhelming, actually, because they had the opportunity to uh, cash in the, after they traded. Uh, was it Hayward? Yeah, got so. a good, good uh, trade deal for him. So they were in a position where they could really try and do something a lot more. What was this? What's the word? I suppose. Uh, Refreshing, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, Fournier is like, yeah, he's all right. But he's not on a very long contract. It's only until the end of the season. So, uh, we'll see after that whether they decide they want to keep him. But it might just be a case that they just see it out until the end of his contract and then just say yes. and get about it with looking at somebody else. But Wagner's all right, I think. He's a good young player. player. Uh, centre, he can come in and out and do a decent job. Gets quite a few points actually. Uh, and then the other one there, yeah. but I think that's just like a make weight kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just one of those things, really. But yeah, would, thing would you not think they would? Do you not think they would? There's kind of making room for some sort of free agency um, next season or after the season's finished with the unrestricted. Uh, um, deals yeah maybe but well, it's hard to say because I don't think they've figured out which way they're going to go because mm. I think they suffered so many with injuries players in and out all the time that they haven't really got a style a proper style I think yeah. they, they probably see themselves as needing more wingers uh, because they don't really have enough uh, quickness when it comes to like uh, transition and uh, doing being a bit more uh, you know like you've got uh, Darian Fox from uh, Kings who's very uh, very mobile and very fluid when he moves the ball around and he gets yeah. himself into good areas they probably need someone like that I think uh, to help with the transition and be a bit quicker because they're quite slow mm. 
Mm. Not saying that the players they got are not good, but I think they just struggle with like getting Kemba Walker fit. But even yeah. though he's thirty one now and he's very in and out of Marcus Smart as well. I think there was rumours saying that they might have traded Marcus Smart as well at one point to bring somebody else in. But uh, I think it's difficult as well because there wasn't really many players out there you say you would look at and think, yeah, that would be a good one. Uh, they're all very, apart from Vucevic, I'd probably say, all of them are very like underwhelming trades, I think. I think Oladipo was a good one. I mentioned that. And I think Gordon uh, traded to the Nuggets from the Magic. I think uh, Aaron Gordon, I've always liked him ever since he came into the league. I think he's powerful and, you know, has got a real, you know, game. he's got a good game. Um, well, I know the Celtics were interested in him, weren't they? And they couldn't get him. Sorry? The Celtics were interested in Gordon but couldn't get him. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I think his, his contract was too high. Yeah, uh, for for what they thought it would be, but uh, yeah. I think it was like one million or something like that dollars. Yeah. I, f- but, I, uh, I do, yeah, I do, I do think though. Like apart from like, obviously, we'll talk about the Bulls in a minute. I think apart from like Rondo to the Clippers, um, is a good, a good move for the Clippers. He's, you know, won, how many championships has he, has he won? He's won, mm. he's won plenty. And um, and then you obviously got the Magics get uh, losing Gordon to the Nuggets. I think Nuggets were strengthened. Mm. Um, and obviously Oladipo from the Rockets to Heat, they're strengthened. I agree with the, the Celtics. I was surprised. Not by the the players who you let go, but the player, the players who came in. Um um, well, it's you know, like it's okay. I think it's just difficult because, like, when I looked at like the trade in the end, mm. the ex- the most exciting one was Vucevic. Yes, definitely. Nobody expected that one to happen. That came no. out of the blue. So that was the most exciting one. But if you're looking for like effectiveness, then like you say, like Miami getting. Who they did what, in the what Oladipo? He's been up and down for the Rockets. He's not been. He's been, you know, up and down, hasn't he? But that that could be down to just because of who he's playing for. Mm. Yeah, still quite young, but, you know. And the Rockets just look like they just want to be the worst team in in NBA history. Well, they months. broke up the <laughs> they broke up their team, didn't they? Because Harden left, the Westbrook team, left. Yeah. So they were like, right, we'll just get rid of everybody any good and rebuild in the draft and. Yeah, well, that's the thing. With, with, they've, they've got a 2022 draft pick swap. 2027, <laughs> wasn't it, as well, I think. But I think the only... I think one team, even though... Like, we'll go to the Bulls. With Vukovic uh, from the Magics, and you've got... Um, is it Al Farouk Aminu, or his name? Mm. That big, the big guy as well. The He's so much experience him, and his best season, he was... He was up there. Um, he's a, obviously a forward, can play centre, and then obviously Bulls also obviously got guy from the Celtics, Javante Green, who I think's young, yeah. and Troy Brown Jr., who's, who's you know he'll get some minutes. I think the the three of the Bulls is the players who who they let go with Cornet. Obviously Wagner came in and went straight out. Wendell Carter Jr., even though he's got so much potential, he's just riddled with injuries. And same with Otto Porter Jr. as well. He's just, they, they can be good one minute, and we talked about this, and the next minute they're just 
don't like them even playing. Yeah, but the I one thing the Bulls, yeah, I, think the Bulls found, uh, I think the Bulls found a window of opportunity where all oh, of a sudden it's like, wait, Vucevic is available here. Well, should we do it? Yeah, but they could have sat on it and thought, yeah, well, we can still be patient with the players that we've got, but then when you're bringing him in, mm-hmm. a lot of the experience picks up yeah. a point for every game. Yeah. I think he's around Oh, three point, point percentage. He's just crazy as well for a centre. Free throws as well. He's very good at. So uh, you know that's the difference between yeah. those players. You know, yeah. Bulls can't hang around for too long because of no. uh, Levine. If they leave no. it too late, then his, his period of time will be disappearing. Then the one thing I will say, I don't know how you how you feel about Rob. And mm. I was looking at the other guys' stats like uh, Javante Green and Troy Brown Jr. Obviously, I mentioned the other forward. You know, who he got from from the Magic. But if you look at them players uh, and the guy from the Celtics, the players mm. who we've let go, the stats are either the same or better. Mm. So even though they're not big names as such, I think they're still replacing you know, what we had. Uh, so we won't drop a level with those players. Like, well, how do you feel about that, Rob, the other guys who are not the big name? Well, to me, um, watching the Bulls play this season, they've missed that. Dominating centre who can and for, and get points in the play and the forward play has not been great. So you're not missing out. I don't think you're you're improving that front court because that's what they need. Because obviously you've only really got Markin in there who plays, but he's been in and out. And I get the feeling he'll be let go in the summer to try yeah. and get somebody big in in the summer in free agency. But it's a it's a positive for me. Vucevic yeah. is that all-star centre, that guy who we need, who can give you that one-two punch with Levine going forward. And uh, yeah. I just think it improves our team immensely. Just yeah. that you've got that one-two punch now and you've got that threat in the, the paint. And the backup, is, the backup to them guys who we've brought in as well are either just as good as like Wendell Carter Jr. because mm. the points are the, the same yeah. or better. The guy from I the Celtics, I mean, the guy Tice, Celtic, he's good yeah, Daniel, Daniel Tice, he uh, averages around 15 points a game. And, uh, yeah, and rebounds, he's just as much as Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah, pretty good in the, in the paint with little drop yeah. shots. And he's, uh, he can come uh, now and again with a few three-pointers too. But uh, I think more so from Mike, his perspective is of his experience being patient on the sidelines as well mm-hmm. and helping the other younger players. But uh, I just think with like Vucevic in, that'll put balls in the playoffs. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it just increases stats. It's just he's up there with the best for a centre. I think they'll. I think they'll come above um, Celtics actually for me. No. The only thing I think I was surprised what we let go, and I think it's because the players he's brought in, they're a little bit older than what we've traded for them. Is we we've let go two first round draft picks, and but it doesn't say what year, and we, I don't know if you know it will be straight away or it will be over the next two seasons. But you look at the age of Vukovic, he's he's thirty, isn't he? So mm-hmm. he's still got plenty of years left. So by the time we come round again to getting those first round picks back, um, yeah. he'll still be playing. So. The Bulls needed that though because they didn't have enough experience. Yeah, you know, the Bulls didn't have experience. We had, we had yeah. youth 
potential. You could see in games when the tempo needs to be different mm. and they're struggling. They just only have yeah. one way to play, and it's yeah. fast, 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 fast work. Like a point like him could just be like, calm it down a little, mm. give it to me. I'll get us a few points on the board and we'll take yeah. it one step at a time. That's the thing. We, we've still got the youth. We've got, obviously, Kobe White. We've got that Javante Green now. I don't know how old Troy Brown Jr. is. We've got Williams, Patrick Williams still. He's very young. So Matt Levine still. Matt Levine's still young. And then there's others as well. Well, isn't yeah. Temple um, the other draft pick? He's still playing in the D-League, isn't he, Temple, at the moment? Yeah. So you've got him to come in in the future. Yeah, there's a few of us, yeah. But no, I think, it, um, yeah, no, I think it was good. It, it's good for Bulls. Obviously, shame for Celtics in a way. But I think they're trying to, they're waiting, they're picking their moment to get some big name to to back up Tatum and, and Williams. Um, Brown. Yeah, yeah they got they got two. Two very good forwards in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum who average around 25 points a game. So Do you think the Bulls no, need that backcourt help? The guards and the that's what the yeah, that's Celtics need? Because when Kemba Walker's fit and he feels good, then that's a big difference, but it doesn't happen very often. Mm. And when he's out, you can see there's a big difference because I think Marcus Smart's all right, but I think they need somebody who's much better mm. I think a Chris Paul Chris Paul would have helped them mm. oh yeah big style because he his, yeah. agile, you know, his ability to stay on the court but Ken Walker's really good but it's just keeping him fit uh, that's the problem yeah and uh, 31 now is where his path his contract's very expensive I think he's only got two years left so they might be looking at it and thinking offloading him maybe Get a point guard that can be there all the time, available for you. Because mm-hmm. you look at the point guards out there, the best ones have been fit this season. Yeah, Steph Relatively. Curry, Chris Paul, guys like yeah. that in it, you know. You know, you could even like take a shot and just do something completely different and go for like a. Uh, I know, I know, he won't be available like, but like a Devin Booker. Mm. To play that role instead, but oh, yeah. might work. To, to pull that off, Stones will hold. hold, hold no, 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 no. That's, that's what I said. That's what I said. It's like that would never happen. But a player like no, that, but it could. It could, but you lose half. You, you lose Pat and Tatum. You know, you lose every. You lose everybody. I take yeah, a lot I mean, of. If you get, if you get, if you get out Marcus Smart and Kemba Walker, that leaves a. I think you need more You need still very valuable two very valuable players. A lot of, a lot I think for someone like Booker or someone of that potential. For that Russell Westbrook, now. Rich. There's always Three Russell Westbrook. Players. Yeah, exactly. Well I think he's more of like a, he's more of a they need a player that's not like that. They need a player who's more Turns the game, mm. controls the game. Gets, well, gets Jason Bateman, Kemba, and the Jalen Browns mm. in the game because they're yeah, relying too much to do everything mm. and score the points. And they don't. I mean, have... West, Westbrook gets assists, but he's the. Well, no, he, the Bulls. You, you, he's got to be the star. Mm. Westbrook. The Bulls got linked with um, Lonzo Ball, didn't they? At one point as well. 
They did, yeah. yeah. I was surprised, but I think when you look he's at Kobe, he is. He's, I don't think he's any. I don't think he's any better. He's a little bit with experience, but I think Kobe White is that level already. Mm-hmm. With the points he gets, the assists he gets, and yeah, okay, he might have a lot of uh, turnovers, but he's he's just as good. Why why get the ball? Person for the Celtics. It, he's another one you'd have to give away loads for, but Lamelo. Who's ball. that, Rob? Rich, sorry. Lamelo Ball. Lamelo yeah. Jordan. Jordan Wood. Oh my, Michael Jordan. He, no. I think that would be like a deal of what the NBA ever <laughs> to get him away from them. Mm. But that's what I mean. That's the type of person that they would need. I think. Oh yeah. Somebody, somebody that's different. Or like. Uh, uh, Don Cic from the Magics, from the oh, Mavericks. Yeah. But again, that's another player you'd have to give away like six players just to get it. You know, like trying yeah. to get Harden away from Houston, you'd have to just give up everything. Well, yeah. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, no. Um, I'll, I'll quickly go to the games. Obviously, last night, I think the shock, and Rich, you were really happy about it, wasn't it? It was Boston beating Milwaukee. Um, well, I wouldn't say it was a shock. It's not a shock because I watched the other game the night before, and they deserved to lose. But they they were only four. What was it? Four points towards the end that they came back really well. Obviously, books were a bit sloppy, but I think it was Giannis didn't really have his best game, did he? Yeah, but the Celtics actually the Celtics actually defended him really well. They stopped him from being a threat scoring wise, but then. It, the only problem was other other players were open that were, you know, picking up more points. Yeah, Middleton and stuff. But, um, no, it's not a sh- I don't think it's a shock because the last season they beat, uh, not earlier, the, earlier the start of the year, they beat the Bucks in the last minute. Oh, right, I didn't know. The last right. So, mm-hmm. uh, it was a shock for me. They can do it. <laughs> <laughs> they can do it. But, uh, uh, I was surprised by the score in the end, I think. That's, that's what got me. Yeah, because yeah, you don't. I don't think there's many teams who put up a big number against Milwaukee. Mm. Um, I think uh, other games. I don't know. It's obviously LA won without LeBron James and and Anthony Davis. That's the first game. I think they won for about three. I think maybe. Yeah. Or I think they both four in a row, wasn't it? Before that. Something like that. Because they've not got the two big guys, have they? Well, yeah. You're gonna <laughs> miss any teams. Gonna miss those two. But you look at Cleveland, though they lost. They've lost twenty-eight games this season. So you'd expect Lakers, you know, without the big two to beat them, wouldn't you? Mm. <laughs> but it's not. Uh, they're not easy champions. They're not an easy team to beat actually because they've been missing a few players as well because mm. of restrictions and injuries. So yeah, I watched, I watched Celtics against them and uh, it wasn't easy. That well, it's not an easy game because they're quite a they're quite a fast team. Mm. Yeah, I know the way they play, but yeah, they should. They should get beat. They should get beat. I think um, one team who surprised me. I don't know. I go Europe is Dallas. Mm. You know, I can't believe looking at who they've got in that team with. Uh, you know, they got Doncic, Porzingis, yeah, Tim Hardaway Junior. Yeah, Richardson like? and stuff. Like that. And they they they've they've lost twenty games mm. this season. Been struggling, haven't they? And for me, I always thought of Doncic as MVP, but you you can't be MV, MVP and your team lose twenty no. games. 
just no, definitely happen. not. No, they seem to be struggling. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what what's going on. Because you look at the likes, you could say, well, Levine could be an MVP, mm. but obviously he's not because Bulls lost too many games. The MVP um, for me just, is looking like it's going to be Jokic from uh, the Nuggets at the moment. It's for me. He's got to. He's got to be. He's got to be there mm. and thereabouts, hasn't he? Mm. He's such a brilliant player. Yeah, I agree. Um, Games. Yeah, I think like you look at the teams at the top. Really, it should be those teams. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, before, yeah, something like that. Before MB got injured, mm. the numbers he was putting up. Yeah. Oh, definitely. They're top, yeah. they're top yeah. now, aren't they, as well, with the yeah. rates. You've got Donovan Mitchell with uh, Utah. These players. Yeah, Utah. Uh, it's yeah. Uh, it's very strange. I mean, no, the, no disrespect to Nuggets, but they're not exactly setting the world on fire this year, are they? Mm. Uh, 27 for 18. Nuggets. Look at Cleveland, so look at Phoenix. And Dallas, but still lost 18 games. The Phoenix Suns, look uh, at Phoenix, you know. The way they're yeah, playing. Exactly, yeah. Joanna's bottom Suns are 30 for 14 yeah that surprised me but again you look at the starting five they've got they've got they've got Aiton they've got you know Chris Paul yeah Devin Booker they've got yeah decent side Phoenix on their day they'll likely prove it this season on their day they'll beat anybody Mm. if they're at the best yeah but it's like when you look at where it says he's most valuable player so if you're going off most valuable player wouldn't you say somebody like Chris Paul would be one of the most important Yeah, he'd be up there, yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, this year, yeah. they're doing really well. well. You could say the same yeah, about Harden uh, at the, at the uh, Nets as well, couldn't you? Hmm. The way Nets have been playing. Yeah, well, he picked up 15 the other night, didn't he, as well? Uh, James Harden, 44 points. Last night, listen, look at this, right? So you've got your... You've got your Points, rebounds and assists, haven't you? Mm. And it shows you who's the best for each team in that game. Harden, 44 points. Harden, 14 rebounds. Harden, 8 assists. He leads yeah. every yeah. single He's doing that all the time. Well, that's the, not yeah. the 40 points, but he's doing all the oh, triple yeah. doubles and stuff a lot of the times. Yeah. Well, he, like, he said it himself. He said, I, I think I'm feel like MVP. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody's yeah. mentioned... Okay, people are mentioning as MVP, but they're talking about Jokic, they're talking about Doncic, they're talking about Mitchell. No one's saying James Harden. Yeah, he's got to yeah, be up there, because, to be honest. That's because of who he plays for. Yeah. Not, and, and if he were still at Rockets, then it'd be different if he's still at Houston. I don't think it would. I don't think it would. I think he... He's always overlooked, isn't he? Because you look at him, he he's was always overlooked. OKC when he, when he started. It was at OKC, he won six man quite a bit and then he moved to Houston and but well, I've yeah. always thought he was a great player. Westbrook yeah. is exactly the same at yeah. Rockets. Yeah. Always yeah. overlooked. But Chris Paul mm-hmm. always overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Strangers to please. Yeah. Big game the big game tonight is Philadelphia, LA. Mm. Um Clippers. And then you've got, you've got Utah against Memphis. No, that was last night, wasn't it? I've completely yeah. got... No, they're playing, yeah. no, they playing Memphis again because they, they double up sometimes, don't they? Mm. Yeah. And you, you've back got back. Chicago at San Antonio and mm. you've got Boston at Oklahoma City. So what do you... Get? Okay, I've got... So, Rob, what chance did you give Chicago at San Antonio? 
I don't really know how good San Antonio are, to be honest, but I think it'll be tough. Similar record. Mm, they might win. It depends how the new guys fit in. You never know. Yeah, 50-50, innit, if they play, yeah, so we'll see. I think Vucevic will be a starter. He's got to be, has he? Yeah. Uh, another good game is Dallas-New Orleans, which will be really good, interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I think, New Orleans, I think Pelicans. Uh, I think Pelicans could win that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, they lost last night, but yeah, I think they've got a good chance. It's I do think, yeah, it's cra- crazy. What he he does like double doubles every game. Boston, Oklahoma, Rich. That's At not before tomorrow neither. It's tonight, Boston, Boston versus Oklahoma City funders tonight. No, I don't think it is. Because he just played, he just played back-to-backs against the Bucks. 27th. Well, he played back-to-back against Milwaukee. 10 tonight. There you go. I don't know. Might be wrong. I didn't get it off the NBA website. <laughs> so sorry if I got it wrong. No, it I mean, I mean, it, might, it might, it could be right. That I was, I was sure they, because they played last night against, they played twice against Milwaukee in, in mm. two nights. And we're having, we're having nosy, quick if we can. It could be right. Well, right. well, it feels a bit weird because it does, I'm sure they played two games, two games, two nights in a row against Milwaukee. No, yeah, played tonight. Yeah, there playing you go. Tonight yeah. As well. There you go. Yeah, playing tonight as well. Mm, interesting. Wow. Yeah, you're right, Rich. So you're completely right. That's three games in three days in a row. Three days. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think Kevin Walker will be playing tonight. <laughs> I would doubt it. No, he, he had he he had he's got so much ability, that guy. I remember watching him when he first came on the scene. And he was absolutely unreal. He's so hard mm. to guard. And. But you're right, Rich. Just doesn't always. He's not always there because of injuries, is he? So it's a shame. Well, yeah, they could lose tonight. I think, to be honest, you never know. But I think they could lose tonight. Yeah. They just uh, struggle to struggle with back to backs. Well, yeah. they end three nights in a row. That's a lot. It's anyway. tough. So, yeah, it's tough. It tough is. Schedule. That's why I think yeah. the likes of Dallas might lose again because yeah. they've played a lot of games recently. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll draw a line it's under because the. Yeah, sorry. No, sorry, Rich. We'll draw a line under the NBA talk. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go tonight. We've got a big UFC card coming up. UFC 260. And the main event is a heavyweight title fight. Oof. Which is uh, Stipe Miocic. He's a champion. He's 20 and 3. And he's fighting Francis Ngannou, who's 15 and 3. This is the second fight. Um, Miocic won the first one by decision at UFC 220. Um, right. At the moment, Miocic is tied with uh, Randy Couture with six heavyweight title wins in UFC history. In the right. first fight, yeah, in the first fight, Miocic took Ngannou down six times, uh, and Ngannou's past four fights are all knockouts. The first, they were all uh, within the first round. The first one was. 45 seconds, 26 seconds, then 71 seconds, then 20 seconds. But when it goes a distance, Ngannou's never won uh, when it goes five rounds. So what do you guys think of the heavyweight main event tonight? What, what do you think? Uh, I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, I think Ngannou's going to win. Yeah, I think Ngannou's going to win. Yeah, I think Ngannou's going to
Sounds like a bit my face. Down brutal. I just think of everywhere in UFC, and I think, and I also, we've watched a few in the past, haven't we, Rich? Uh, Rob. Yeah. Um, it just, it just scares me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know how brutal UFC can be. Well, it's them, um, them six ounce gloves, isn't it? They're uh, yeah. the five ounce gloves. I think they're just no pad, not much padding. That's what. Just, I was. I just thought of something. And I thought I'd mention it. Six title defences, as you say, is a record for most heavyweights. Yeah. World title wins in a row, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Six title defences, yeah. Is it show you how tough a sport... I'm not saying boxing isn't tough, because boxing is really tough. Mm. And it can, it's a brutal sport, and it, you know, uh, and it, you have to be so dedicated and so, you know, on it. Uh, and UFC the same, but you know, it shows you how maybe how gruelling UFC can be but only have six mm. heavyweights defences oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. the record. Yeah. Compared very... to what boxing shows like Klitschko and or is it the level is it's so competitive and there's not really many above everybody else like there can be in boxing. Yeah, I think it's know. it's quite a close division in in the heavyweight division, all it takes is one punch and that's it. Um, with the gloves. Yeah, with the gloves. This is so heavy handed, it doesn't take much. You've got to be a wily, canny fighter to win six to defend the heavyweight title six times. Put it that way. When you think of yeah, the guys, no, who've been, I'm not knocking the record. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when you think of the guys, who've, the when you think of the guys Just, who've won uh, it, who've been the champ over the past few years. You've had Brock Lesnar. You've had um, Junior dos Santos. You've had yeah. Daniel Cormier. All really good all, wrestlers. All quite different styles. Yeah, as well, all really good wrestlers, and you've had Cain Velasquez. So. You know, it's it's a big feat when you think about it. Um, oh yeah, it's ma- it's mega. So I don't know who, who would you pick, Ants in that that fight. Who, who would you What's pick? What's the age difference? Miocic is thirty one, I think, and then is like late. I think he's late twenties, something like um, that. So you said UFC one twenty was it the last time? Two twenty, two twenty, two twenty. About two years. So that's ago. quite a few years ago, is it? Yeah. I guess. 2018, I think it was a couple of years, yeah. few years ago. But I, me, I would go with the, you know, the, the the guy who's got the the belt. I think he'll break the record. Right, cool. Uh, that's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, the other fights you've got, I don't know if Rich wants to chime in. Are you? Who would you go for in that? No, all right, shaking that's his head. Please. You've got a welterweight fight: Tyrone Woodley against Vincente Luque, uh, Sean O'Malley against. Uh, Almeida in bantamweight. Oh, that'd be a good one. Oh, a quality fighter. He's he's a one to watch. He's twelve and one. He's he's a great fighter. Uh, you've got a female fight at feather flyweight Robertson and Maverick, and then Malarkey and Worthy at lightweight rounds out the main card. Um, so moving on from there, the NHL this week we're halfway through the season. The current division leaders are uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Central. 50 points. Washington Capitals in the east with 48. The Maple Leafs in the north with 44. And Vegas Golden Knights in the west with 45 points. And you got the trade deadlines coming up um, soon. So if you've got any thoughts on the NHL at the moment, what do you think so far? Any Anything you want to say regarding that at the moment? Is that me or Rich? Either, Hans, Rich, whoever. Rich. I've got a clue. <laughs> I think, 
<laughs> Maple Leafs, I think, um, they're not surprised me. I think they're, they're doing well, aren't they? And Golden Knights. Yeah, Golden Knights are winning of, tonight. They're playing Colorado. They're, they're winning currently at the moment from what I keep watching. I just think um, what I find, I know, am I, am I wrong? I do follow the you know, NHL a little bit, not as much as you, Rob, mm. but it's past couple of years have been kind of the same teams, hasn't it? Who've yeah. been at the top. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a bit more consistency I find with that, like than the, you know, NFL, mm. and sometimes the NBA in a way. Mm. You've got like dominance for years, haven't you? To, um, yeah. you know, but yeah, no, it's been been good. Yeah, I like Maple Leafs. Uh, you know, doing quite well this year. Back. They've got a decent core, and uh, they're looking. Yeah. They've had a bit of a stumble recently. I lost a few in a row, but they won the last game. So hopefully they're on the, yeah. the turn up. Um, Obviously, Six Nations last night, Wales won the title. Uh, France yeah, so, uh, ended up losing to Scotland 27-23. First win in Paris since 1999 for Scotland. Though. So, big up to the Scots That's for off to Scotland and Wales coming back and winning that. that. Yeah. Uh, Formula One season starts tomorrow. The Bahrain Grand Prix. Um, Verstappen is on pole for Red Bull. He, was, he had a time, a lap time. His fastest was 1 minute 28 seconds. Wow. Was his fastest. Uh, Hamilton second on the pole, point three of a second behind, and then his Mercedes. Bottas is third in his Mercedes, point five of a second. Leclerc's fourth in the Ferrari on point seven, and Gasly is fifth in the Alpha Tori at point eight. So that should be an interesting um, yeah. race I, tomorrow. Yeah, I think um, if. I know it's a long way to go, but if Hamilton pulls his, pulls it off this season and mm. wins, you know, is it breaks Schumacher's record, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, he will do. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The most world titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's his it's his biggest feat yet with how good Red Bulls and how fast they are. Yeah, and he said himself, hasn't he? Yeah, the, they are fast. Yeah, and I think. Well, he uh, was shocked. He said how fast um, how fast Verstappen was on pole to get. He couldn't yeah. believe how fast his lap time was, which is quite yeah. surprising. But there you go. So maybe Red Bull are going to be up there and challenging again this year. Fingers crossed. Um, Baseball, the season starts uh, this week. The opening day is on the Thursday the 1st. All 30 teams are playing. There's a few divisional matchups. You've got Dodgers, the Rockies. The Dodgers won the the World Series last year. Blue Jays, Yankees, Braves, Phillies, Cardinals, Reds. There's quite a few. Uh, the preseason, the Cactus League. I love the names of these preseason leagues. <laughs> Kansas City were top of the league. Chicago Cubs second. Oakland A's third. And then the Grapefruit League. I love that name. <laughs> Miami Marlins were top. Blue Jays, Toronto Blue Jays second. Boston third. Now I want to do some picks for the season. So I've got the divisions yep. here. So we're going to go through the divisions. We're going to do the picks. The American nice. League East first, Yankees, uh, Baltimore Orioles, Toronto Blue Jays, Tampa Bay Rays, Boston Red Sox. Rich, who are you going for to win the division? Boston Red Sox. I thought you might say that. Anthony, what are you going for? Blue Jays. I think. Blue Jays you're going for? Yeah. I'm going for the same as well because I like the Blue Jays. So we're going to go, we'll visit these at all-star time, see how we're getting on. Uh, the American League Central, uh, the Twins, Minnesota Twins, D 
Detroit Tigers, Cleveland Indians, Chicago White Sox and Kansas City Royals. And who are you going for? I'm going to say Chicago White Sox, but probably completely off there. Rich? Kansas City Royals. Yeah, that's what that I'm, was my, I was that's who I'm going for as well, Rich. There you go. I like it. The American League West, uh, you've got the Houston Astros, the Oakland A's, the Texas Rangers, the um, LA Angels and the Seattle Mariners. Rich? The Mariners. Okay. How about you, Amp? Who are you going for? I'm going to go for... Who's the first team, said? Houston Astros. I'm going to go Astros. I'm gonna go for the. I'm gonna go for the Texas Rangers, for a change. Texas Rangers, so the National <laughs> League East. So we're moving to the National League East. We've got the Mets, the Atlanta Braves, the Phillies, the Nationals, and the Marlins. So Anthony, who are you going for? Marlins. Marlins. Rich. Braves. Yeah, I'm going to go for the New York Mets for a change. I'm going to go for the Mets on that one. Uh, National League Central, you've got the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Chicago Cubs, the Cleve, uh, the Cincinnati Reds and the St. Louis Cardinals. So, Rich, who are you going for in that one? Cubs. Cubs. Okay. And? Cubs. Uh, you're going for the Cubs. I'm actually going to go for, because I, I like the name, the Brewers. I'm going to go for the Brewers. I went to one of their games, actually. Oh, did there. you? Yeah, cool. And they got beat. Yeah. And the National League West. <laughs> well, like I say, I've been to like three Blue Jays games. So National League West, you've got the Colorado Rockies, San Diego Padres, Arizona Diamondbacks. San Francisco Giants or the Dodgers, who obviously won the World Series last year, LA. Who are you going for, Ant? I'm going to go with Dodgers. What about you, Rich? Yeah, me too. Dodgers. Right, cause... Cause you're without all the Giants. But... Well, I'm going to go for the San Diego Padres because I went to see them live, so I'm going to go for San, <laughs> San Diego this time. Uh, I think that's it from me for this week. So I don't know if you guys have got any other I've got a little bit of pieces. boxing unless Rich has got something to talk about. No, I don't. No. It's a big one tonight, isn't it? The heavyweight fight. It is. Yeah, Povetkin White. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Povetkin was, lo- was losing the last fight on points and then mm. White got knocked out. Yeah. Um, that's a massive one tonight. you got Wardley versus... Uh, Wardley's, Wardley's fighting as well. And uh, my God, my mind's gone blank. Um, Molina versus right. Wardley, another heavyweight match, which right. is be really good. And you got Ricky Hatton's son, he's oh, dead right. as well. Interesting. Is this and all on the same card? Similar. Yeah, oh, cool. very similar style than his dad as well. He's he's different type. Of, he just you just look at him and his build mm. and, and he's aggressive. Um, what, so who do you think with Povetkin White Rob? Ah. Uh, it depends. I just get a feeling Povetkin might knock him out again. I've just got that feeling. I think White will try and just use his boxing skills and 
stay on the outside and pepper him with jabs and try and win on points. But I just get this funny feeling Pavek can might knock him out again because he's got the heavier well, hands. Re- what do you reckon, Rich? Do you have any opinion? Whatever Rob says. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rob. What what round? Uh, or rounds? Which two rounds? I'm gonna go for either the fifth or the sixth. He'll knock him out. That's my opinion. I think White won't make the same mistake again because if you if you remember the first fight, White knocked him down about two or three times early. That's did, true. Like, that the is fight. true. Yeah. And I've got a feeling White will knock him out. Oh, okay. But. Povetkin is still at world level. He's still an elite yeah. um, and a former world champion. One thing I want to mention is obviously rest in peace, the marvelous Marvin Hagler. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. R.I.P. After yeah. the podcast, yeah, and probably the greatest, you know, middleweight um, or super middleweight, can which. It's hard to say which one they fit into or fitted into yeah, uh, he, ever. I think he's a legend. He that, legend he yeah, was. Yeah, he held that record for about four years, was it, Rich? A long time. Rob? I think Rich, so, yeah, uh, it was a long time, yeah. So but, it was a shock. Yeah, it he was. He was a pretty healthy guy as well. Mm, for was his, he, um, he wasn't that old. Was he 50, in his 50s? 59, was he? Or no, 60s. 60s oh. Early 60s, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but, RIP, yeah. marvellous Marvin Hagler. What a fighter. What an amazing Never fighter. be forgotten in the in, in the boxing sporting world. Though. I agree. Yeah, sad. That's me. Yeah, me um, too. Are you anything to add, Rich, uh, today? Well, I think there was a player that passed away in the NBA as well from the Lakers. Oh yeah. A couple of days ago. Well, I can't remember his name, but uh, rest in peace. Mm. Yeah, all right, <laughs> I can't remember his name, but he was very well known to the LA Lakers. Uh, uh, can't remember his name. He's completely gone. I, can't well, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, it was a. Uh, El- it was Baylor. Oh, Elgin Baylor. Oh, El- right. Elgin Baylor. Yeah. R.I.P. Elgin and, Baylor. Uh, yeah. He's a legend. Mm. He's a legend. He is. Yeah. You're right, Rich. He's, he'll he'll never be forgotten. Yeah. And as uh, Chicago Bulls coach, um, former coach, he was yeah. there for about a year. He, today, I think. Mm. But he was, you know, yeah. But anyway, yeah, they won't be forgotten for Definitely their franchises not. in their industry. Definitely, Definitely. not, no. R.I.P. Right to R.I.P. again to Elgin Baylor and Marvis Marvin Hagler. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sad end to the to the show. But yeah. top respect for both guys and the good memories. Yeah, good memories. Highlight indeed. reels, indeed. Well, right, that's the end of the show for this week, and uh, I'd just like to say. Thanks to Rich and thanks to Ant for joining me. And, uh, thanks for Rob and Rich as well. Yeah, it's been another <laughs> yeah, great podcast. Been another great podcast. And uh, don't forget to follow us on all your social media. Your, uh, I think we're on Instagram at 3 Northern Boys yeah. Podcast. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on all your podcast apps iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. Don't forget to like us. Leave us a review and uh, just thanks to everybody for listening and hope you've enjoyed the show today and uh, look forward to speaking to you again next week. So it's goodbye from goodbye from me, Rob. Goodbye from Ant. And goodbye from Rich. And have a great week and uh, we'll see you again soon. Goodbye. Cheers. Bye bye.